Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the word today, Father God. We ask you today to help us to understand your word. Father God, help us apply it to our lives, Father God. Father God, we ask you to forgive us of any sins we've done. Holy Spirit, you're welcome into this podcast. We ask you to pour out your wisdom and knowledge into us. Father God, we ask you to get the the increase while I get the decrease. Help me to teach in the spirit and not in the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. The verse of the day is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond your strength. But with trial, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Subject, moving past the roadblocks. Christian truths, we're going to say it and pause behind each one. Give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm victorious. I'm living in peace. I'm full of God. I'm moving past the roadblocks. It's hard to deal with bad news. Often we don't deal with it the right way because we have all these emotions trying to boil right out of us in one moment. So most of the time it's hard to pray and say, God, help me with my, my emotions because we are so fixated on the situation. When we are given bad news, we must ask God to give us the strength to deal with it. It says it in the verse today that we will not be tried beyond our strength, but any trial he gives us a way so that we don't have to bear it. We might feel that we have so much to deal with and so much to do during the moment of receiving bad news. But we have to remember that wherever we have to deal with, we aren't dealing with it alone, but we deal with it in the strength of God. Second Timothy 14, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever, ever. Amen. We don't have to worry. God hasn't forgotten us. And we know what to do and how to make our situation better. Anytime we have a problem, all we have to do is think of his word and it will bring us peace. Just like this verse says that he will bring us into heavenly kingdom. He will bring us peace. He will bring us love. Oftentimes we don't look at what God is already doing. We look at what he hasn't done. We need to stay focused on what he has done. It's times of sadness. God has already provided us with a listening ear, but it's up to us to go to him and say, Father, I need you. Or could you could you help me? He will help us through it all. God loves to help the righteous, but we must listen to his guidance and be available to change anything he sees we need to change. God is trying to provide us with a way to grow and to have faith in him. We often don't grow in faith because we are too busy looking at other things. But God wants to elevate us and make us stronger and stronger. Are you willing to learn from what the bad news is there to teach us? Are you ready to learn what God wants us to do differently so we can develop in such a powerful way? First Thessalonians 5.14, he who calls you is faithful. He will truly do it. It tells us that when we call upon the name of God, he will truly help us. He will truly show us a way and why there is why this is here. A lot of times we are so upset we deal with whatever has come that we don't take our mind off what God is. We take our mind off of what God is trying to get us to change or to see. And a lot of us need to change and get off of milk and be placed on steak. But we can't do that if we are still looking at everything as an attack on us. And we then take everything in the spirit of offense. We have to ask God to help us not to be offended and how to move past the spirit of offense. 
How long will you allow the spirit of offense to block your breakthrough? In this moment, we have to see what God is trying to show us as, as a moment to declare victory over anything that's a stronghold or anything that's in front of us at that moment as a way to overcome and not allow it to stay and take the leading role. We must give that role to God so that he can show us how to be victorious. Luke 22 and 46, and he said to them, why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter temptation. When people use the word temptation, they immediately think of sexual content. But temptation can be tempted, tempted to doubt. Tempted can temptation can be tempted to turn back to the world. Temptation is anything that pulls us from the love of God or the plan of God has for us. We have to, we have to every morning do what the verse says: rise. Why are you sleeping? Don't let sleep take you away from God. Don't let sleep stop you from praying. Don't let sleep steal your victory. Because a lot of times the enemy will allow sleep to be a weapon used against us so that we will stay in bed. That the bed makes us feel better. And sometimes it do. But we can't let the bed or sleep be used as a weapon against us. Pray now and ask God to help you through the bad news. And... <clears throat> We need to ask God to help us work through our character so that we can be better with and through God. When we allow sleep to take over, we are allowing the enemy to stop us from choosing prayer over sleep. And yes, the Lord knows we need to sleep, but he also knows how the enemy will use this as a tool. When we feel this is happening, ask God to show you how to remove this type of python spirit out of your life or our life so we can claim the victory. Today, we learned that bad news is hard to deal with, but when we have God, it gets easier. When, and we also learn how the enemy will use sleep in our beds to lock us in a moment of stagnation. But we can overcome when we speak against it, when we stand strong, declare the word of God over our lives. The enemy can't stand when we take a stand and say, yes, this happened, but God word says, I will overcome. We can overcome anything as long as we stay steadfast, strong by A, reading our Bible, B, prayer, C, fasting, D, meditation. Do these things today to stay strong against the enemy during times of bad news or any type of temptation. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word today. We ask that you be with us during our time of pain and sadness and grief. Lord, help us to not let the enemy ruin our relationship with you. Help us to see what he's doing and to rebuke it. Lord, wherever temptation we face, please help us to overcome, overcome it. Whatever we're doing, Wherever we aren't doing right, please change it, Lord. We give you everything and we ask you to be with us and help us to stay strong. Lord, give us the strength to face another day. Give us the strength to push through. Lord, we give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Subject, moving past the roadblocks. Now, this devotional here is a good lengthy devotional, but it's packed with lots of meat. Uh, the Holy Spirit wants us to grow in this season. In order to grow, we must step off the baby food and get on meat, get on steak. And a lot of us are still on baby food. We're still on the, the four words on a page Bible, and we need to step it up. No, it's not saying to get a Bible you can't understand. It's not saying to start going into things you don't understand. It's saying step it up. It's saying allow God to grow you because in order for us to go on meat we must grow first we must grow in our faith we must grow in different things and letting go and not allowing things to keep us stagnant like the bed now i love a good nap when i can get myself to settle down to take a nap 
But the bed can be a tool in the enemy when we have to pray. A lot of people don't like morning prayer. They're like, well, I can pray anytime. But when you rise in the morning, it's something about that morning prayer. I'm telling you, I challenge you today. Ask the Holy Spirit to actually tell you when to do this. But I challenge you today. Take two weeks and do nothing but morning prayer. It can be a 15-minute prayer. It can be a 30-minute prayer. If you could do an hour, do an hour. However you can do it, do it for two solid weeks. Wake up early in the morning while everyone's still sleeping. Get you a cup of coffee or soda, soda pop, uh, tea, uh, Kool-Aid, whatever you want to drink. And go into your prayer closet. Go to the car, go to wherever you go to pray. Bring your notepad and paper and sit and wait on the Lord. He's going to show up every time. Because when we take the initiative to take those first steps, he will be there. And that's not the devotional, but I'm challenging you to do this. Because this will change your life when you do morning prayer with God. It is it's so unbelievable how much he will meet you immediately where you at. Because he's like, okay, you woke up early for me. Here I am. I'm right here. Let's pray. Let's talk. Let me show you something. Come here. Let me show you something. That's what he would do. Okay? I just love how God works with us individually. Y'all all going to have different stories. You might write me and tell me. You can even write me and tell me. Testimonies you have. Write me and tell me. Encounters you have had. Tell me. We could talk. I don't mind. I am just as human as anyone else. I make mistakes. I'm flawed. I am just a person that's doing a podcast that the Lord has blessed me with to teach. Okay, so let's look at this. It's so much in here that I want to dive into, but we got such a short amount of time. The subject is moving past the roadblocks. We all have roadblocks that happens in our life. We some of us don't like to believe that we have roadblocks. Some of us don't like to believe that we're flawed, but it happens. We are. But the thing is, is that we must take those roadblocks. We must stop and say, okay. This is happening for a reason. Lord, what are you trying to show me right here in this moment? Sometimes we get bad news and we're so fixated on the bad news. My my mother fell maybe about two or three weeks ago. And when she fell, I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, why did this happen? He showed me why. And he immediately did that morning for prayer. And I'm not just trying to push morning prayer on you, but it happened because I, I wake up every morning to pray. Well, I actually wake up some it's neither here or there. I'm not going to get into my schedule because it, it would take up too much time. But the point is, when I woke up that morning, I said, said, Father, why did this happen? And he showed me, why did it happen? I could have panicked. I could have cried. I could have just been just distraught, just beside myself. But I woke up the next morning, no matter how tired it was. It was I was very tired because the, the day previous, like I said, she had failed. It was just such a long night. I really needed a rest, but I needed to connect with God. When a situation happens, don't be so fixated on the situation, but be fixated on when can I get to my closet? When can I have a moment with God? Because that's what matters. Because when things happen, God is trying to show you why this is happening. And, and most of the time, most people are like, oh, this is because of me. It's because of me, 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 me. And you get so offended. And here comes the spirit of offense. No, stop what you're doing if you can. You don't you have to wait until the morning. You don't have to. You can, you can do it that moment. It, it, it doesn't matter whenever you do it. Connect with God. 
And he will immediately show you, I did this because of this. I sh I'm doing this because of this, or this have happened because of this. This have happened because of you. This have happened because of that. He will tell you if you listen, if you be quiet and listen, because we are so busy when we get in the prayer closet having our list of complaints, our list of, of asking and, and needing and wanting and desiring. And I want revenge on this person. And Bob and accounting, I want you to get him. No, go in there with a humble heart and say, God, I'm just going to sit here and listen. Sometimes when I wake up early in the morning, it's not as hard. But I do this because I'm, uh, I want the Holy Spirit to train me how to just sit in his presence. So early in the morning, sometimes I just sit and wait. I'm quiet. And before I start, I say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to sit here in your presence. I'm going to wait for you to show me what you have to tell me. And I sit. Now, I don't just sit and play on my phone. My phone's outside on the little nightstand. I don't do that. I sit and I keep my mind focused on him. And if I feel my mind drifting, I immediately go back to him. But that is something you need to do when you have a roadblock. Okay, or when you have a situation to happen. Well, one of the things that we need to work on to stay strong when things happen is continue to read your word. Every day, read your word. No matter what it is, read your word. No matter what happened, read your word. No matter if you can't have a Bible and you only can have your phone, read your word on your phone. Read your word, even if you have to print it out on paper, on copy paper, read your word. Second thing is prayer. We just talked about that. Fasting. Fast, 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 fast. Find a meal in the day that you absolutely love and say, I'm going to fast that meal. And I do that with my breakfast. I love breakfast. I like dinner, but I like breakfast more. And I always fast my breakfasts, especially on the weekend. I counsel my breakfast. I go from that night to that, to that actually that, let's just say, 7 o'clock that night to 11, 2 o'clock in the evening the next day. And I fast and I pray. And you don't just do out food. You also pray as well. I'm not going to get into the steps of fasting because it's going to take away from the lesson. Another thing is meditation. You must continue to do these things when you have a roadblock. Because when you don't do these things, the enemy can start making your thoughts very dark. He can start making your thoughts very about you. He can start making things seem like, oh, God doesn't love you. Why did he let this happen? There's no way he loved you. Because if he loved you, why did he let this happen? And when those thoughts start coming, they come fast. They come so fast. Faster than while I'm snapping my fingers ass. They so fast. And there's no way you can stop it because you are allowed, you have allowed the enemy in. Because when we allow the enemy in just a little bit, he takes over. Okay? In order to Claim victory in anything we must stand on what God is doing in our life, be it good, be it bad. And sometimes those moments aren't bad. They're just uncomfortable. Now, I'm not saying every moment is uncomfortable. Some moments are really bad. But some of the things that, that God wants to show us, it just makes our life a little uncomfortable. Like waking up in the morning, you're uncomfortable because you don't do it. You're uncomfortable without being about this particular meal. You're uncomfortable because you have to meditate instead of playing on your phone. You see what I'm saying? These are things that make you uncomfortable. And we might think it's a trial. We might think it's the worst moment of our lives. And it's not. These are moments that God is trying to shape us and mold us and change our character. Because that's another thing. He cannot pour into us. If we're the same people, we cannot be elevated to steak or into solid meat. 
or chicken, however you want to call it, you cannot be elevated to that if your character is still the same character that it was when you got saved eight years ago. Your character must change. It must change. And it's going to be a gradual thing because it's going to be things that you think that you don't have to deal with, that you normally don't have to deal with, that you, you normally, that you just now realizing this is a problem that I have. Oh, I didn't know I have a problem with jealousy. Not saying this is what I deal with, but the, the Lord's going to show you, you have a problem with jealousy. I don't have a problem with jealousy. He went, okay. He had done that with me uh, a couple of things. So we're going to use jealousy as an example. This is not me. That's not what I deal with, but I'm using this as an example. So I will pray in the morning, Holy Spirit, show me what I'm dealing with. Please help me with it. And immediately he said, you deal with jealousy. No, I don't. I'm not a jealous person. That's not me. You got the wrong person. No, you do. You have a problem with jealousy. I don't have a problem with jealousy. That whole day is going to be highlighted for you to show you that you're dealing with jealousy. And then later on that evening, I always have to come back and be like, okay, you're right. And I know he's right. And I don't know why I do it. And I'm not laughing that I, I do it or smiling because I do it. I laugh because I have that relationship with him where I say, no, that's not me. You have the wrong person. And I know he has the right person, but I'm in self-denial. And we all, we could be transparent and say, this is what we do with. This is what we do. We say, no, that's not me. No, 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 no that's not me. You got the wrong person. And it's the Holy Spirit. He knows everything. But you're sitting there saying, no, that's not me. And by the end of the day, he shows you exactly this is you. And I have to come back. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're right. In every moment he shows me, I stop and I'm like, okay. So the next moment, okay. The next moment, okay, I get it. That's me. I got it. I deal with that. I immediately know that that's what, what I'm dealing with. And I have to submit and I have to be like, show me how to deal with this. Because I didn't know this was the problem that I'm having. Because a lot of times self-denial is because we don't believe it. Because we don't think that's us. We we hear people say they deal with this. And we hear people say that's what they, they deal with. We're like, oh, you deal with that? Girl, no, I'm past that. And you find out that you are. You're with her. <laughs> you're on the same level with her. Okay? It's called growing. We all have to grow. And we all don't deal with the same issues. But we all have a problem with something. But we have to be, have to be highlighted for us. And that's what God does with these roadblocks. He highlights it. My mom... When I first gave my life to Christ, she gave me gave me a bunch of highlighters. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a highlighting person. And she's like, okay. She's like, here, just take them. And so I had them in my, my um, I don't call it my game room at the time. And so I was reading and I seen something like, oh, let me, let me kind of highlight this. And I highlighted it. I highlighted the next word. I highlighted the next word. The next word. Next thing you know, the whole book's in like a coloring book. It was highlighted with everything because the Bible's so amazing. But that's besides the point. I highlighted the things that I felt that connected to me. That's why people use highlighters. God is trying to highlight your life. So how many of us have he highlighted things and we say, no, that's not us. How many of us have he highlighted things to say, okay, I need you to take a look at this. And you're saying, no, this is not me. God is trying to highlight this roadblock because this is something you keep tripping over. We must stop, look at it, and say, okay, I need your help. This is what I'm dealing with. So today, if that's what you're dealing with, today, if that's what you're, you're, 
your roadblock or your your temptation is doubt. Your temptation is, is lust of the eye. Your temptation is spirit of perversion. Your, your temptation is uh, drinking a little bit too much, getting hired in Georgia Pine. Whatever your temptation is, ask him, God, help me overcome this. And he's going to do it. Don't allow your friends or your pastor or even me dictate to you how fast to move. Let the Holy Spirit show you how. Because when he removes something, he truly removes it. And who he sets free, he sets free indeed. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow. Remember to share with a family member or a friend. And please share on your social media. Be blessed. Thank you.